2: Hello and welcome back to the Potted Together Podcast. My name is Adam and I am joined by my co-host, Becca and Nicole. Hi. 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 Uh today we are oh today we're gonna be chatting about plant swaps. Now that the panorama is uh maybe going to change <laughs> in the future. <laughs> but the, I love the all the nicknames.
1: Now that the panorama, now that the <laughs> Like Pandora's Box or whatever, you know, all the names.
2: Candy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but first, as always, we like to do a catch up because, first of all, we're friends and then we're podcasters. So uh, we like to know what's going on with each other's lives. And I think people enjoy that. So that's what we do
1: that's what here we do. on this
2: pod. <laughs> so, Becca, how's your week?
1: Oh, should I talk about the roadkill? <laughs> another roadkill convo should we, should we go there Ooh. another roadkill
2: yes, yes. So if you guys
1: follow me on Instagram you might have heard this um, I created roadkill on accident, on accident it was a very unfortunate situation it was a run in with a coyote um, which listen I, right after I did it I was obviously torn up I cried a lot couldn't eat upset we turned around to find the missing part that fell off the truck which probably was really stupid, actually, now that I think back, because um, we were on a highway. But anyway, my my one consolation here is that it probably died on impact because I was driving 80 miles per hour. That's very fast. <laughs> Top speeds well, on the highway. That's the speed
2: limit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um,
1: and, and also coyotes are kind of lone wolves, just to some effect. You know, Usually if they are in packs, like... The rest of the family would have been there too, but I didn't see anyone else. So I'm holding on to hope that it was alone with no family. Okay. And if you disagree, don't tell me because I don't want to hear it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't it a few episodes ago when you said that like most roadkill you saw in Arizona was snakes and such, but then if you saw like a coyote or a javelina, you'd be sad. I feel like you just secret boarded this
1: yeah why do we do this i like manifested this like yeah unfortunately i did say that and then i freaking killed so wait so there was damage to the truck yeah so it like ripped off the okay so the truck has like a thing underneath the fender to like help with gas mileage or whatever yeah like don't ask me truck anatomy here, but that like ripped off. It's like a thick plastic piece. It ripped off, and then some. Like the floodlight broke as well, and then okay. apparently the alignment was off and something else. I don't remember, but like a lot of stuff happened in that little um, interaction.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't little. Well, but, listen, yeah,
1: it <sighs> could have been.
0: It could have been worse. That could have been a deer. Those things do some damage to your vehicle.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's what I was like. I don't want to hit a deer at any point. I don't. Uh, Dang it. I just jinxed it. Fuck. No, I didn't. Sorry. My fault. Uh, No, no. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. I feel like it probably will happen eventually, but I'm glad that I was in the truck when it happened because if this happened in my little car, it could have like flipped up over my windshield, you know, like my car is really small. So it's good that I was in the truck, mm-hmm. well protected. It's a bit of a beast. So. Oh, it bent the fender as well. Like, it just did so much stuff. Ugh.
2: Damn. You so, were driving fast.
1: I was driving <laughs> really <Fox>. fast. <laughs> and I, I didn't even slow down because, like, after it happened and after I had calmed down, like, Daniel loves to give me feedback. I don't know if your partners are like this. He has to give me feedback on everything. And I'm like, I don't want your feedback. Like, just leave it. He's like, you can't take criticism. You can't take feedback. I'm like, I can. It's just when you give me feedback all the time, there comes a limit. Okay. (laughs) So after we've been driving after for a while, he's like, so let me just talk. Let's just talk about this. Like, let's talk about some tips. I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what I could have done better. I did the best I could. And he's like, okay, well, um, (laughs) so basically he told me that if I would have slammed on my brakes, that might've prevented it possibly. But then we concluded the fact that I didn't even see it until I had basically already hit it because it was dark and I was wearing my glasses. My vision's not great. So like maybe if I slammed on my brakes when I saw it running in, that might've helped a little bit but i didn't so i was like well that doesn't work (laughs) being such a brat um so yeah but he said very good that you didn't swerve and that yeah that was all the feedback i allowed that night i said i'm tired and i don't want to talk about it anymore
0: (laughs) when did this happen
1: that was sunday night no saturday night wow
0: Okay, so this, this is how we know that I have been very much off of social media because I am so on top of your guys' stories that it's, like, not even funny. Like, I, I'm pretty sure you could post something and I'll see it at least, like, 30 minutes later. And I never cool. even saw your stories on this. I didn't. Well,
2: she posted it. it today. Yeah,
1: I posted it today, oh, like, right okay. before we hopped on this call. Because, honestly, I didn't even know if I wanted to talk about it because I felt so sad about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to share because people love hearing about my like experiences living here, like how (laughs) it's different from Arizona and like finding acorns and worms. Like people just love hearing about it. So I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about how I made roadkill. Okay. Yeah.
2: (laughs) How I made roadkill. (laughs) Yeah. So I just feel like me personally, if I was going to slam on my brakes because I saw it, I also would have inherently swerved. Because right. I do that even when, like, a bird is too close to my windshield. So I'm kind of glad that you didn't do any of those things. Like, I'm not glad that the coyote was hit because it's all, like, it, it always tears my heart apart whenever I've hit an animal mm-hmm. on accident. Um, but, yeah, like, if I were, if I saw it enough to slam on my brakes, I definitely would have had the reaction to swerve. So I'm just grateful because that would have caused a lot more issues than, you know, yeah. what you went through.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure for sure and yeah it, it's not good it it wasn't good either way but <laughs> it's not good i just know that for insurance it's better if you just drive straight so that's what I, that's what my mind went i went to autopilot i'm like don't swerve
2: that's homophobic
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just drive
2: forward no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, it's it's a curvy line, you know. It's just a it's a curvy line. We're on there somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, so, uh, other than what that, about? Hmm?
2: Yeah, let's hear. Like, let's hear like a fun thing that happened this week. <laughs> not that you can't share the negative. Like not that you can't share the bad stuff.
1: Um, my depression is back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, no. I mean, we all can laugh because we all, like, feel this pain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Um, Hello, hey. old friend.
1: Something positive, something positive. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, that's literally me right now. Um, Gosh. It sucks that it's so hard for me to think of something. This week you was honestly a- kind of difficult. But, um, you know, I had a sponsored video on YouTube. That's always a good thing. You know, making some money you know that was a great video thank you thank you i I put out a youtube video that's the good news of the week that was really not something i was able to do last week so i did that and i'm very proud of myself so yeah and
2: so many ads oh my god
1: (laughs) okay but
0: i didn't get any i didn't get any ads though is that weird like i'm not on youtube like like prime premiere whatever the hell it is Uh i don't remember seeing one ad in your video
1: Okay. See, that's the weird. Did you watch it like right when I posted it?
0: Yeah, it was shortly after.
1: Okay, that's usually if you catch the video like moments or even minutes after the creator posts it, you might get out of the ads. So somebody didn't message me. Well, it wasn't that
0: early because you you post early, right? Oh no, you posted later that day, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I posted it at, like, 9 or 10, uh, probably more like 10 or 11, honestly, but, um, no, but some people messaged me and said they didn't see any ads, and I was like, oh, they must have watched it right when I published it, and then someone said, like, everyone was so nice about it, so if you missed the drama, the video legit (laughs) had, like, six or seven ads in it, all, like, three minutes apart at the end of the video, and I was like, what the heck? Like, when I see that on people's YouTube videos, like, part of me is like, oh, my God. Like, I get it. But also, this is really hard to watch the video because it keeps getting interrupted. Yeah. And then part of me is like, get that bag. So I was expecting, like, two reactions. (laughs) And the only reaction that people message, I mean, people aren't going to be like, yeah, that was really bad. Like, I feel like no one would do that. And no one did. But most people were like, oh, I didn't think anything of it. Like, get that bag, girl. And I was like, okay. Like, but let me know next time. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> it's a little excessive <laughs> yeah i mean i feel bad you know i mean we we want to make money off of our youtube videos but i'm not going to do it by loading it with ads every three minutes in a 30 minute video like that's too much
0: yeah, yeah when i did when i did my shop small video back in december november i can't remember when i went in to edit the ad breaks because you know you if you're not a creator you can add in your ads it had because the video was like 50 minutes long it had mm-hmm. like 18 ads in it It was <gasps> like nobody is going to get through like why do they do that why does youtube do that that's so I, excessive
1: yeah i think youtube like wants you to put ads like every five minutes it's insane that, i mean i think that's what a lot of people do and I guess I like, kind of stick to that a little bit, but more or less. Well, just five minutes,
0: I guess five minutes if you have, like, a 15-minute video, like, that would break it up. But if you have a 45-minute video and you're watching, like, a two-minute ad every five minutes, that's – it's just too much, you know? It's annoying.
1: Yeah, it is annoying. Yeah. I usually do, like – if it's a 15- to 20-minute video, there's usually two ads. Ten-minute video, there's one. 20, no, Mm. 20 to 30, maybe I'll do three. You know, just depends.
2: Yeah. I saw in your stories this week that you you did a little exploring on your property and found some new spots. That was kind of fun.
1: Oh, that's good news. Okay, so yeah, there's this whole part of my property that I haven't really ventured into because it's really, really, really thick, and I really should have been exploring it in the wintertime when everything was dead. Huh?
0: Two Cs.
1: Oh, (laughs) she's (laughs) big.
2: (laughs) I I said hot. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I really should have been exploring that. Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I was walking around there because it had just rained, and so we have like a dry creek. Is that what it's called? It's only running when it's raining, basically. It's just like a water runoff. Um, So we had one of those, and it was really, really full because it's been raining so much, And I was trudging through it in my little boots and the dogs were with me. And it was so beautiful. Like it actually looked like a foreign country for a moment or like not a foreign country, but it just like did not look like it would be my backyard. Like that's not something that can exist in someone's backyard. It's way too beautiful. It has to be a park or something, but it exists at my house. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. So definitely want to show that part of the property, like maybe in the spring, like walk my property because i've never shown that before and in addition to like everywhere else i showed like i kind of showed the beginning of it in the winter one but much to see i mean seven acres is a lot of land when you think about it so
2: it is yeah. like walking it's gonna look
0: so pretty when everything starts blooming Mm -hmm.
1: i'm so excited i'm gonna need to get like a is it like a machete that you can like swing around and like what they do in jungles I'm going to need to get one of those yeah. to be able to get through there. And horror movies. And horror movies, yes. But <laughs> yes, okay, Adam, thank you for bringing out that bright spot because it's it's a little bit difficult to find them right now. So, thank you for saying that. That's No,
2: I totally understand.
1: Yeah, but what about you guys?
2: And I wasn't and I wasn't I just want to make it clear I was not calling you out being like, "Oh, you so, you need to say something positive" because I freaking hate, you know, I like when people like are like, "What's the peak in the pit of the day?" Because like you, you talk about your bad part of the day, but then you also talk about your peak, which is yeah. your happy part. But I peaked and I in love high your school, property, and so... I can't wait to see it in person. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the pictures. <laughs>
1: <I> have, honestly, <laughs> just kidding. Physically, I did, but everything else, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, No, I mean. Okay,
2: Nicole. What you about- guys have
1: to come visit oh, sorry. me once you're vaxxed, Come visit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. We were Heck talking about that yes. when I
0: was in Arizona a couple weeks ago. We were like, we have to plan this. Like, we have to stop talking about it and start planning it. You know. I've got
1: two spare bedrooms, you guys.
2: Woohoo! Oh, I mean, I'd rather sleep in the same bed with Nicole and keep each other warm. Oh. You know.
1: Well. <laughs> That's fine. One of them is a queen. <laughs> Just that's fine. I'm... Same. <laughs> I'm not going to question it. It's not like you guys are going to like be weird. <laughs> be <Okay>. weird.
0: <laughs> is so that what we're calling it now? <laughs> oh, every episode, every episode, you guys. Oh man,
2: well, it's all my fault. Nicole, how's your week been?
0: Oh, you know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's focus on some positivity. So, we're still looking at houses and um we currently placed a bid on one. But I don't want to talk too much about it because we lost another house that we bid on because of some issues with it. So, it's been it's been a process. And I mean, The market is insane right now, and it's definitely a seller's market. So it's like not a buyer's market. Like the homes are selling for more than they're worth. People are outbidding other people. It's just a crazy time. So it's been a little bit more stressful than I expected it to be, but it feels so good. Like to have my mom and Ted back in Chicago. We saw the kids. We got tested last week. Yeah, we got tested last week. And we saw the kids, and they were with us for you know half the week, and it was nice. You know, it's crowded, but you don't realize it really when you're just like hanging out, having a good time with family, you know. And it's like to know that they're not going anywhere, and this is not a temporary thing. It's it's actually a comforting and like good feeling. So we're really excited to have them back. Um, and my mom got vaccinated; she got her first shot uh, two days ago. Yeah so that was that's good because then she's going to be fully vaccinated soon and then like because ted has other grandkids here and like other family so we're just really excited to be able to get together with them and like see them and not have to really worry as much as we did last year when we couldn't see anybody you know
2: yeah so have you have you come across any like very weird things on these houses that you're seeing because when i was doing house hunting a while ago there's some weird crap that people have in their houses
0: (laughs) well (laughs) Mm -hmm. we haven't seen anything in person but some of these listings y'all like whoa like there was this one house that was half a million dollars and it looked absolutely gorgeous on the outside kitchen was beautiful all the bathrooms redone and then there was this like separate living space in the basement and i shit you not there was green carpeting in the bathroom
2: windows carpet
0: windows all over the place green tile it looked like a jungle but not a good jungle like a weird 70s like porno jungle like it was really really weird (laughs) if that makes any sense that's the soundbite of the episode me
2: up
1: (laughs) honestly that's a place i want (laughs) to (laughs) go Yeah.
2: also nicole you're wearing all green right now so i think maybe a little bit of it got into your head <laughs> it,
0: it possibly did but it was it's like some of the things i think that we're avoiding all the weird stuff because we've definitely seen some in pictures along the way and houses that we that we've considered and we're just like no no we already know that's going to be a no-go and we really want to get something that we don't have to remodel a whole lot so yeah we haven't we've been kind of writing off those doozies and <laughs> haven't yeah. even looked at them um but yeah, no. So what are some that you've seen? Can you well, think like, of like one weird thing?
2: Yeah, there was one where like this, uh, there was like a hot tub in the house. Ew. And that was that was a little weird, but not like, because it was in a spot that like a hot tub should not have been in a house. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then there was a lot of houses I saw that had locks on the outside of the doors. So not like the inside. So I was like, what well, happened what in here? Because they were empty. So I'm just like, yeah so i'm just like what was going on in this house
0: oh no Mm. i remember when jay and i were looking for an apartment um we (laughs) we saw this one place that had footprints on the ceiling and we looked at the at the realtor that was showing it to us and we're like um so can you explain (laughs) why there's footprints on this he's like oh this was a fraternity house and i was like where are we we're not even around to college. Like what does that even mean? It was so so weird. I was <laughs> oh my he's like, you could just paint it. I was like, Yeah, I know that, but like I wanna know what happened. Like what the heck is that about? People getting drunk and uh, like the ceilings were like nine foot ceilings. How are you getting up there? That's some
2: demonic maybe, stuff. Maybe that's where Lionel Richie filmed his video for walking on the ceiling. <laughs> could, be.
1: could be. Very well could be. Wow. You know, fraternity brothers.
2: I'm glad that you both said fraternity, because before I ever corrected you when you said frat, like, you both would have said frat. So that just, like, true, it warms my heart. Look I did you that true. just for it.
1: you. Like, literally just for you. Um, No other circumstance would I consider the feelings of a fraternity brother. Because they would never <laughs> consider mine. So I would never.
2: I mean, <laughs> technically, if... If footprints were on the ceilings, that seems more like a frat. <laughs>
1: okay. Frat. Wait. Duly oh my noted. god. Speaking of frats, the quickest tangent—or not even tangent—sidebar. Okay. So when I was in college, <laughs> I went to a frat party. It was like a homecoming tailgate thing, and I got really drunk. Okay. I was—I was I twenty-one? I, I don't remember. I think I was twenty-one. Anyway. Wait. I was. I was. Doesn't matter anyway. They can't find me anyway. Okay. That's the point. Oh, they um, can find you. Okay, so, like, at, if you've never been to a frat party and you're, like, you know, a normal... Whatever. Who, who goes to frat parties? Whatever. So, I went. And there was just, like, a bunch of people, like, dancing and making out. It was, like, during the day. So, there was just, like, loud music, drinking, whatever. Okay. So, there was this guy who was an alum who came back. And uh, I'm not going to say his name. Let's say his name was Sam. And um, he <laughs> he asked me if I wanted to dance. Name, choice. He asked me if I wanted to <laughs> dance. And I was like, sure. And I was like, like, swing dance? <laughs> 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 and he, like, I was fully expecting him. Because I, I didn't want to dance with, like, because... I don't know. I wasn't a person who went to frat parties to, like, get with a frat boy. I was just, like, dancing with my friends. And, um, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
1: and I don't say that as, like, I'm not like other girls. Like, not at all. Girls support girls. The (laughs) point is, he looked at me and he goes, wow, I never thought someone would want to swing dance at a a party like this.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. (laughs) So we just swing dance oh like literally God. like we were like flying around the dance floor for like an hour and like towards oh the my end God, of it was so fun it was so fun and then towards the end of it he tried to kiss me and i had red lipstick on and i was like no you're gonna ruin my lipstick and he was like oh, okay and then that was really like the end of it and then he walked <laughs> me to the game and then i never heard from him again and then i joined clubhouse this morning <laughs> He's on Clubhouse because oh, I had no. his number for some oh, reason. No. Um, and I saw him and I was like, Sam, I'm like, what is Sam doing on? And then I, I didn't know who it was. And then I looked further and I was like, oh, my God, it's the guy from the frat. Anyway, he's like a business guy. You know, he has like a real job, like a real life. It was, it was just funny. Like, I, he probably saw my profile, too.
0: <sighs> That's yeah. so
1: fun.
2: that is hilarious but also you know what a semi-gentleman he took no for an answer and was like okay and then he walked you to the game yes
1: he was a perfect way to go sam way to go it was great it was a wonderful interaction it was probably the best interaction i had with uh, i probably had one other good interaction with the man on campus so that was good good for him yeah The rest were
2: terrible. Good for him.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Let's just say I did not meet Daniel on campus.
2: (laughs) Okay, good. You know, I'm glad you're on Clubhouse since both of us have been like a little pestering you about it. Mm A little bit. I did not feel comfortable on there until I like joined my first room as like uh, a host thingy. So then I kind of got the rundown. So I think we should do that at some point because it actually really is fun. But yeah. it's scary to get into because you're just like, well, what? How does this work? And I don't like not knowing how things work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think it'd be so fun if we did something together, us three on there. We should totally do it. I don't know how it works. I'm yes. very confused, but I'm in. It could be like a live podcast.
0: You know, like we could just advertise it as. L- a live podcast on but then, Clubhouse. you know,
2: then people can come up on stage and ask questions. And I just, it's it's just, it's a cool, it's a cool new experience, I think. So I'm excited. I'm excited that you're on it now.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I saw that and I was like, oh, yay. She finally took the plunge.
1: I'm on it. What about you, Adam? Now that we've sufficiently talked about ourselves, what's going on with you? for oh, 25 yeah. minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I love these. I love these chats. Uh, not much here. I took a weekend trip to Tucson, which I didn't like blast about because I was like, I didn't want you to see my stories and get like, you know, sad about it. Oh, but what the heck? W- not that I think you would. Like, I I know you wouldn't have saw him, but like, God damn it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we drove up Mount Lemmon and I just thought about Bride Becca the whole time. Uh, but oh. my, I have some friends visiting. So that was... That's, like, what we did. And then because of you, Becca, I took them to that St. Augustine where we ate with uh, Ashley, Mhm.
0: that market,
2: mm-hmm. and ate at Sace, and they all were, like, in love with the whole place. And oh. it was so cool because I was like, I only know about this because Becca.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could cry. I miss that's them so, so much. That's so and sweet. Ugh.
2: Yeah. I forget how beautiful Tucson is. Like, literally, the giant mountains are, like, right in the city like I it's just I don't know like I you obviously have been there but I just really forget like how gorgeous it is and mm-hmm. I went into your coffee shop in the market and they didn't say they, I was like I'm going to see if they sell their chai mix because I know that's what you liked their chai mix mm-hmm. but they don't sell it.
0: Oh, you wanted to send it to her. You're the sweetest person in the world. I just
2: want to state that
0: as a fact.
2: They only had coffee on the counter, like, as a product you could buy. So I was like, damn it.
1: Oh, was it Presta?
2: (laughs) Yeah, the, well, maybe that wasn't the place where you had the best chai, but the one that has, like, the pothos that's, like, literally all over everything.
1: Yeah, they they do carry the chai. Actually, that chai company messaged me on Instagram, which was crazy. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. Wow. It's like you're gonna send me free stuff. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, they were just chatting with me.
2: Other than that, it's been kind of a. It's been one of those week. Well, I did get. I did get my first vaccination shot because Arizona opened up to eighteen and eighteen plus Yay. yesterday. Yay! So my booty was on that website trying to schedule an appointment as soon as possible. <laughs> so I was able to get in, and I do know that I'm fortunate, and I don't want to like hoard that over anybody but I'm I'm hopeful for a world that's getting back to some sort of normal air quotes
0: mm-hmm. yeah Mhm.
2: but yeah so that was kind of fun um but I've been feeling blue too I think we're synced up you know just like my, it's maybe my myriad I don't know but <laughs> I think also TikTok knows when I'm not doing well, and then they immediately show me videos that make me cry. So, like, yesterday, I was just on TikTok scrolling, and there was, like, a kid who was, like, fighting with his... Like, okay, so he was blindfolded, and he was, like, at boxing practice, but his dad came back from the military, and oh he no. didn't know that he was, like, Those sparring kill with his me. dad. Those kill and honestly, me. When he took his mask off and saw that it was dad and the way he hugged him, I was sobbing. I was just like, (laughs) what is going on? (laughs) Oh,
0: no. Those are like, I can't even watch those commercials. Like, I have to walk out of the room because I'll like, they damage me. They hurt my soul. (laughs) They're so happy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The vaccine was easy. My arm is really sore. My arm was sore right when I got it. Which at mm. first I was thinking, like, oh, am I going to be one of those, like, 0.0001% of people that, like, have complications? <laughs> Your arm <laughs> you, goes off.
0: Did you get Pfizer?
2: Uh, Moderna.
0: Moderna. Okay. My mom got Pfizer, which I don't think it matters, but she said she didn't even feel the needle, but her arm was super sore. Oh, yeah. Afterward. I didn't feel
2: the shot at all. Okay. But as I, they make you sit there and wait, like, uh, 20 minutes mm-hmm. as mandatory time. Um,. My arm was just, like, hurting, Yeah. but I'm happy I have it, um, I'm and I'm, an, I'm excited for other people to get it as well. I, I want to try to be careful about the language I use because I've seen a lot of, like, things going around online, like, hug me, like, I'm huggable now. Mm -hmm. And personally, I just because the gay community, when the HIV crisis was going on and it was so bad and still to this day, some people in the gay community refer to their status, meaning if if they're living with HIV or not, they refer to their status as clean or like I'm clean, I'm safe. And Mm -hmm. it's damaging, like really damaging to people uh, because as medical advances have happened. You can be living with HIV and you can be undetectable. You cannot transmit it. You, I mean, you're just, your life is not impacted except that you have this virus that you just is, you know, in you or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to sit here and gatekeep people's language, but I do want to say that I, I, like, things like buying a t-shirt that says, I'm huggable, I just think that maybe you should just give it a second thought. Mm, maybe. Yeah.
0: See, I never thought of that, but I'm glad you brought that up. That makes sense.
2: But, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I, mm-hmm.
2: That just felt really bossy, and I don't even know if I'm going to leave it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think good. it's okay to leave it in. Actually, I saw a post like that that was saying, like, hey, just, like, be cautious about when you post about it, and I didn't really understand why. I mean, like, the post, like, it mentioned HIV, but I feel like... I, it didn't compute to me like why that would be and I was kind of like oh I guess some people but then I was like well what do you mean some people can't access it it's free so I, I don't know I was a little bit confused about what exactly that meant so that is that is because mm-hmm. of this previous thing that was happening with HIV that's why
2: yeah and I think I think we probably saw the same post because our friend Kaylee I think posted it to her stories. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I read it and I was like trying to understand, like I wasn't like, what the heck I'm just trying to understand like what, what the reasoning is to not talk about the fact that you got the vaccine. So I'm glad that you just explained that because it didn't compute or.
2: Yeah. And and I I don't think it's it's solely. Yeah. um, I don't think it's solely just that too. Like, because there are probably folks within small rural communities around this country that didn't, that, that don't have, the vaccine because you know those vaccines have to be stored most of them have to be stored in like very like very very frozen temperatures to Mm -hmm. stay active and you know a rural hospital isn't going to have a nitrogen freezer or whatever so uh yet so I do think that there is a little bit of like you know I'm happy that people are excited to get the vaccine and I do want people to like continue to get it but It could cause some negative emotions for others if you're seeing, like, all all these people posting, like, their cards or whatever. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Like, it is a privilege to be able to have access to it, basically, is the point. And to, like, recognize that in your language. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, that's that's good. That's a great clarification on that.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you Call clickgranger.com or just stop by
1: Granger for the ones who get it done
2: Shall we shall we start today's ep- epi?
1: let's do it let's do it. <clears throat>
2: Sorry, I just had a little burpee that needed to come out before I could talk again.
0: <laughs> Adam had a burpee.
2: Today we're talking about plant swaps, which uh, to me were terrifying, but I've gotten over that. And I met the one and only Becca De La Paz. De La Plants. <laughs> like, how did you just swap. say my name?
1: Oh my god, I just like triggered from a childhood of no one saying my name right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That is so funny. That's actually how people would pronounce it. That's so funny. I'm fine. Don't worry. Oh,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I know that you meant uh, to say plants. Yeah. It's no, 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 please, please, please. It was one of those things where like your, your mind said one thing with your mouth said another.
2: Yeah. I, you, I hate when I, that happens.
1: I called you De La Tanks last week. <laughs> <laughs> the day laws. That's, it's confusing. That's what happens
2: when you're a branding babe.
1: <laughs> yeah. You got the Dela everything. Okay.
2: Dela everything. So, yeah, we're going to talk about plant swaps uh, and maybe just give you like our experiences of plant swaps in person and maybe even mail and also kind of a what to expect, even though all plant swaps are different and they can, the rules or the what to expect may change. But for me personally, the fear of the unknown will stop me from doing anything. So, once I know a bit more about it, then I'll feel a little bit more comfortable. So, and I'm an introvert by heart. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that'll help take the stigma away from people who are, you know, a little bit loners, but would like to maybe meet others in the plant community kind of thing.
1: Yep, definitely. Yeah. So plant swaps, let's let's first talk about in person and then we can do online. Let's just categorize it that way, like you said. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's good. let's talk about our personal plant swap experiences. Like, Nicole, have you been to an in-person plant swap, like an event? I have not.
0: I've never been to an in-person one. I've seen many online. I love your stories from them, but I've never been to one in person. So I actually have some anxiety around them and like the more that you like you guys tell your stories of plant swaps and like after seeing pictures and stuff obviously it makes me feel a little bit better but I feel like if I still went to one I would still be a little bit nervous like I guess I would be nervous to like not do something right and I feel like that just sounds stupid because there is no real right or wrong way to do things like as long as you're labeling your plants and like telling people like where they're getting them from mm-hmm. so they know There, it's like just bring your plants and talk to people and have fun you know but I still have a little bit of anxiety about it so I'm glad we're doing this episode because I want to hear you guys talk about it more in depth
1: well I went to my first plant swap in Phoenix. So for a while, our friend Trinity in Phoenix was hosting plant swaps quite a bit. And um, really like every couple of months she was hosting one. And you know, she went the extra mile and had like raffles and stuff like that at the plant swaps. So that was a little bit more of an intricate situation. And honestly, a lot of plant swaps that I see, like from pictures, people do raffles and stuff because it's just a fun extra thing. And you can usually partner with a company, and like give a, give stuff away, and um, so that's the usually the setup is for an in person plant swap is you walk in with your box of plants and then you set up on a on a section of a table usually it's like lined off like with tape or like you know you just pick a spot and create your borders, and then you set up your plants, and then you have to make sure that you label them with your name, usually your Instagram as well, and just display them, and then you can start walking around. Now, since I started talking about plant swaps, people have messaged me or commented and been like, wow, this plant swap looked so much better than the one that I went to because the one that I went to, they like took all of our plants and then gave everybody like you get a ticket for each plant that you bring and then you just like go in order and then like basically you don't get to choose what you're trading for. Have you guys heard of plant swaps like that? I think it's really weird. Like you basically just like... I would
2: not be okay with that.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if you go up one at a time to like a table like full of cuttings and like pick one out. But like pretty much you don't get to make trades one-on-one with people, which I personally think is the best part of swaps, because then you're actively talking to people and saying, oh, hey, I love this plant. And it, it can be really casual, you know, but in a situation like that, you don't get those interactions. But with all the plant swaps that I've been to and probably Adam too, you get to set up your little station and then you walk around and you say, hey, I love this Hoya. My stand is over there. If you see anything you like, let me know and we can trade. And people will say, yeah, let's trade. Or they'll kind of just not say anything. And then you know that they don't want to trade with you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's fun. And, you know, usually there's food and, you know, just like fun, fun times with friends to chat. And it's not as scary as you think, especially when you go to them often, because you'll see the same people over and over again.
2: And I I think I would add to that, that like, um asking someone to trade is terrifying to me like still (laughs) even having been to a few plant swaps it's still terrifying to me so i'm i'm more i'm more or less one of those people like you can come to me but like i don't throw Mm -hmm. feelers out because my fear of rejection is intense uh (laughs) that being said i have never turned on a trade just because usually what i'm bringing to the plant swap is not something like that I need because I've propagated part of a plant that I had. So if someone came up to me and was like, oh, I really want this, then I'm going to give it to them because, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Not saying you have to be like that, but I feel like the majority of people are like that. I mean, there might be some people that just say, oh, no, thank you. I have all that stuff. Uh, But I haven't encountered that, but also I haven't reached out to ask (laughs) if someone wanted to trade
1: yeah. And if they feel like it's not a fair trade, like in my experience I have reached out to people, like walked up, what they'll do is they'll be like, Oh, well can I have this and this for that single cutting? Like you just do two for one instead or they'll they'll just say, I already have all of these. But you don't you don't yeah. go with plants expecting to bring them back home is kind of the mindset. You kind of expect mm-hmm. to come home empty handed from your own stuff and bring home completely And then if you wait until the end of a plant swap, if someone still has their stuff, they literally are just like, take it. I don't want it. just take it. And sometimes it's good stuff. So I've lucked out. If you say to the end, people do that. It's pretty cool.
2: (laughs) So some common fears, I think, are people thinking that they don't have cool enough plants to bring to a plant swap. And that I want to debunk right now because plants are plants. And if you bring something and someone doesn't want it, that's fine. But that doesn't reflect on you or your collection that, you know, it's not up to par. Because, you know, I've been to plant swabs where there's been mass amounts of spider plants and pothos, things that are easily found, but these plants came from somebody that you can connect with in real life. And that, Mm -hmm. to me, immediately makes them more sentimental than just pulling them off of shelf at Walmart or a big box store. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't stop yourself because... That's not what it's about. I mean, in essence, it is kind of about that, but it's also about kind of finding a community because the plant swap that I went to first with Becca, uh, I met people. I had just recently moved to Arizona and I had met people there that I'm still friends with and we still hang out, you know, outside of the panorama. Uh, So (laughs) it was because I was able to talk to them and I'm an introvert. So like finding small talk is very difficult for me with people that I don't know or have an established connection with, but we all love plants. And that's an immediately converse, that's an immediate conversation starter. Like you can talk about plants, all of anybody who's a plant parent can talk about plants. So you already have a topic that you can focus on, you know?
0: Well, I'm glad you said that because I think that that was something that was like a subconscious in my head because I was always thinking, like, oh, God, people are going to look at the plants I bring, and they're going to be like, why is she here? Because she has pothos. But yeah, that's that's good that you said that. Like, I've, I've since upped my collection since the last opportunity to go to a plant swap, which feels like years ago. 2020 is <laughs> um, a blur, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I think I could have some better stuff for a uh, plant swap this year, but that's besides the point. I'm glad you talked about that because I fe- I feel like maybe that's probably the scariest part of any of it for people like they're not going to have the cool enough plants.
2: And I know I know Becca kind of already talked about the process, but like m- I would say the majority of the plant swaps that I've been to there was maybe like an entrance like you had to pay $5 to be involved in it, but then you also got a ticket that you could put choose So the ones that Trinity did, she had multiple options for, like, prizes that were donated. And by paying the entrance fee, you immediately got a ticket that you could put in any of the bowls for a raffle. Like, you could choose which bowls you wanted to put in it. And you also could buy extra tickets while you were there if you wanted more chances to win. Um, But, yeah, I think if you're going to host one, the raffle's a really good idea. Uh, Make sure you have name tags and tell people... I would say to put their Instagram handles on there as well because a lot of the time like I remember people's Instagram but I don't remember Mm -hmm. and sometimes people don't even have their real name on their Instagram so I'm like you know trying to figure that out but you know have a spot for people to lay things on the table you can browse what people bring in and then there's usually just like a specified start date so or start time so like you can start arriving at 8 a.m. but the swap might start at 9 a.m. so you can have an hour to like organize your stuff, browse what people brought, and then at 9 a.m. you just, like, start trading, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
2: that's kind of a good recipe for...
1: Come early. Don't come late. Like, try your best, even if you're, like, at minimum five minutes early before the trade time. Because when you show up late, like, no one's surveyed your stuff. Like, no one's going to trade with you unless they, like, happen to walk by. You know, usually you set up and you walk around, like Adam said. So if you show up late, I mean, you're going to get a bad spot at the tables and people might not know that you're even there.
2: And then I guess one last, um, not last thing because we can talk more, but you can bring any side, any sort of plant. You can bring a whole potted plant. You can bring a rooted cutting. You could bring a fresh cutting. Um, mm-hmm. And you can even bring like plant supplies that you don't want. Maybe you have like an abundance of terracotta pots like I do now since I've transferred to semi-hydro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bring those too. Like people I've seen shelving, decor, mm-hmm. grow lights, you know, all of that stuff you can bring cause someone out there might want it. And then you can trade that for a plant, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. moss poles. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be just plants. I think a lot of the time I bring cuttings, but I'll also just bring plant things. I brought a grow light one time and I got my fiddle leaf fig for it. So like, that's really cool.
0: I have a question. Um, And this might be a stupid question, but there's no, like, money exchange other than the entry fee if there is one. Like, people aren't allowed to, like, offer you a price for your plant, right?
1: Usually. I've never... Like, that's... I, it's kind of icky. I, if someone did that, I'd be like, no. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Like, that's what I was thinking. Because I'm just thinking about it. I was just thinking about it, and I was like, well, what if somebody with, like, a tie, tie cutting goes up to somebody or like someone who has a pothos goes up to somebody with a tie and is like, you know, I don't have anything, but can I give you 50 bucks for that? Like, I wonder if that's ever happened and that would be tacky, but I'm also wondering if there's like rules in place where people cannot do that because that would be unfair at the same time.
2: Yeah. I mean, to me, that seems a bit icky. Yeah. I'm sure that it probably has happened and will happen at some point, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think, I mean, plant swaps are usually for swapping plants and not swapping you know cash for plants right. it was it's a very good like example but also i do want to say that the the plant world has changed drastically since we were having plant swaps that's right
0: true. for sure so different now
2: i don't know what this yeah i don't know what it'll look like afterwards because when we were having plant swaps there weren't plant auctions going on and now that's just like you see that everywhere
0: yeah like all over the place it's kind of crazy
2: yeah but I do want to say, though, like, once – I think plant swaps are a great place to connect and interact and, and, and build a community and, and find friends uh, and friendships. So if there's not a plant swap in your area, like, think about in the future maybe creating one because, you know, where there are plants, there will be people. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah.
1: Very true. And you can connect with your local garden centers – to see if they would want to host or if they know of anything usually if there's a Facebook group there should be some sort of plant swap happening I'm interested to see if Columbia Mm -hmm. will have something this summer maybe if not I might want to organize it but I'd love to go to a plant swap here and meet people
0: a really good place to do that is on Indoor Jungle Directory on Instagram or on IndoorJungleDirectory.com if you're not already on it our lovely Becca started it, but I feel like that's the best place to do it because that shows you exactly who's in your community. You can get together with other people in your area mm-hmm. and you can even put something together with like somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. if you're like afraid to do it yourself.
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about like in-person plant swaps. Again, like I haven't been to ton. I've maybe been to like three or four, um, but. You can always reach out to me if you have questions. If you're interested in starting one, I, I can give some tips that if I have any tips, I can give you uh, just from my experience. And I'm sure Becca is feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't be afraid of them. Like, that's a, that's I guess that's the main thing I wanted people to know is, like, I fear the unknown, like I stated earlier. But plant people are usually good people. And you will be in good company and... Uh, just don't get in your own way in these situations. Don't don't let you stop yourself because you could meet an amazing person like Becca at a plant swap.
1: Mm, I hope. <laughs> I need friends that aren't my husband. Okay, <laughs> so don't be shy. <laughs>
2: everyone,
0: everyone coming out of twenty twenty. Everyone's statement coming out of twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, I'm I need friends that are not my spouse. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about online plan swaps? Nicole, you've done a lot. Yeah. Probably more than any of us, dare I say.
0: I don't know. I don't... Well, I think I've done, like, maybe three. So, no, I don't think so. But right, I, thought, I have some insight. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know. Like, f- my first plan swap was with Planting the World Red, Ashley, who the is queen of, just.
2: the queen of plant swapping she's <laughs> the best.
0: queen like, we should have
2: had her on today gosh i yeah, I, yeah we, should,
0: we have. should have i just i will hug that woman one day in my lifetime mark my word but um it like i was a little scared well for one her plant collection's amazing but i was a little nervous doing my first one because i was just i always have this like fear around shipping plants like I'm terrified that they're gonna die in the mail something's gonna happen whatever but you know I swallowed that fear and I packaged packaged them up best I could I feel like with plant swaps through the mail you just have to really make sure that you're packaging your plants well and if you're picking a good time to ship plants in the mail you know if you live in the desert obviously you don't want to do it in the dead of the summer and if you're living in the north you just don't want to do it in the dead of the winter Um, but if you do ship in temperatures that are below freezing just include a heat pack and (laughs) hope it works because I've done that before too where the heat pack just like works when i put it in the box and it arrives to them freezing cold so that's not a good thing but luckily those plants made it um and then you know like i don't know like add a little written note to that person explain what each plant is and like maybe what medium you had them in um make sure that the roots are packaged properly like i like to use paper towel and then i'll put it in like a little ziploc bag because i feel like then it won't leak all over the rest of the box Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't know just add like little things in there and like little notes and stuff like I I think plant swaps by mail are a lot of fun because unboxing plants is one of my favorite things like it's it's nerve-wracking because you're like I really hope that everything's okay but it's also so much fun to get plant mail so much fun so yeah I love doing them and I plan on doing more very soon once it starts to get just a little bit warmer here which is coming it is spring in the Midwest.
2: Yeah. Doesn't
0: feel like it yet. Hmm. <laughs> but it's here. Yeah. Um have you guys you guys done plant swaps by mail, right? I mean, Adam, you sent me quite a few plants.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't ever have I don't have a fear of plants like shipping plants. I usually just wrap the roots and then wrap it in, like, a paper something or other. I think the big thing to do is make sure that you pack the box with enough filling that it's not... I, I give it the shake test because you just don't want things, like, bouncing around in there. That's when you get the broken stuff. But as long as you put enough filler in there that when you, if you shake it, it doesn't, like, you know, go all over, it's good. But the downside to that is, like, I have, an enti- like, an entire closet just full of, like bubble wrap and things that I've saved from plants that I've received
0: yeah <laughs> yeah me too Because I don't want to
2: throw it away I was like oh I can use this someday just like Becca and her jars I'm like well this isn't going in the recycling I'm gonna use it
1: <laughs> yeah that's true that's true I think something important about like male plant swaps because usually you're gonna meet those people online so maybe we can talk about like how to initiate an online safety. plant swap safety oh, yeah And like manners. So what we're not gonna do. (laughs) And listen, if you listen to potted together, I highly doubt that you're a human that would do this. But if you do, you're not a bad person. You just don't know yet. So we're we're here to talk about that, I guess. So should you ask a stranger for a cutting of their plant? No, Adam, don't shake your head. Yes.
2: Oh no, I was, I was, I thought you already answered no, so I was agreeing with the no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, the answer is no. Um, circumstances when that would be okay are circumstances where you open it up by saying, hey, if you ever want to do a plant swap, let me know. I, I might have, if there's anything on my page that you're interested in, I really love your ty constellation. You know, it might be a little off-putting still that you're initiating that way, but it is less off-putting because you're saying, I'm down for a swap and look at my page. Right? I think that's a good script. Yeah.
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. I think that that hits a lot different than someone just being like, "Hey, can I buy a cutting of this plant?" Because you're you're not just being like, "Oh, I need this, so I'm going to pay for it." It's like oh, like would you, it opens up a conversation to be like, "Well, would you possibly want to trade kind of thing." It's it's so much better than just like getting that DM that's like one message that says, "Can I buy this? Can I buy a cutting of this from you?" Cuz was <laughs> like, "No, I don't want to cut it." Like I'm not I'm not cutting my plant plant right now.
0: Yeah. Well, not only that, like, I feel like somebody asking (laughs) if they could buy a cutting of your plant. Like, one, you're not a plant seller. So what makes them think that you want to sell any of your plants? And I've had people DM me and say, hey, can I get a cutting of so-and-so plant? Like, just asking me for a cutting because they saw it in a video. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) I'm so confused. Yeah. But, yeah, and I, I think that, I don't know. I think that the Internet and like the way DMs sometimes come off, they maybe people don't mean to sound the way they sound. Yeah. But I feel like initiating a conversation with people like, you know, obviously, if they're DMing you about possibly doing a plant swap they either watch your youtube videos follow you on social media or listen to the podcast it's one of those things like they found us somewhere so like if you're doing that with somebody like just initiating a conversation about maybe like hey i listened to the podcast today and like i heard about this plant like if you heard like you like to do plant swaps if you're ever interested like that would be nice or like even just getting to know somebody a little bit before Talking about plant swaps doesn't hurt either, you know, like.
2: Yeah, I would say that most of the don't DM someone and ask for a cutting just kind of applies to someone you don't have a prior established relationship with, whether that's you've chatted before, you follow your mutuals on social media, you've had conversations. Like if that's the case, if someone's been having conversations with me, I know who they are, like we're e-friends you know, right. that wouldn't bother me, but it's the it's the things when I get like people who don't even follow me that are like, can I buy a cutting of this from you? And I'm just like, OK, <laughs> not that they have to follow me. But then I'm just like right. it just that's not a first impression that I think is like positive in my right. in my book, I guess.
1: Right. Yeah. So if you see another person like
2: I'm not just plants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And removing ourselves from the equation, because you're probably not going to, you know, you're probably not going to be messaging only us. But the and we're not posting this so that you guys can ask us all but the the point is is like when you're messaging just someone you know establish a relationship first and or let it be known that you're willing to trade and you're not just asking for something for free or whatever else like establish something first right because Mm -hmm. here's what I always say I would never message Adam and be like can I have that shirt it's like what? <laughs> no, this is my shirt. Like <laughs> you can't have my shirt. <laughs> oh my god, he's stripping. <laughs> As Adam takes off
0: his some Heck shirt.
1: So, so yeah, there's that initially. And then there's a little bit of a bargain between you, you know. You say Okay, so you give me a cutting of that for two cuttings of this or you know, you it's the same, like very similar to what happens at an in person plant swap, except I think it has a little bit more freedom in it because you really have like free reign on their whole collection to like ask about rather than at a yeah. in person plant swap you only have what they brought. So not that you're entitled to all of their right. plants, but you know what I mean.
0: And once you initiate that, you know, general conversation and once like you get a plant swap going I feel like plant swaps are such a great way to build your plant collection especially if you're just starting out or you know you have a a few plants in mind that are really just not obtainable because maybe you know pandy prices just set it out of your reach (laughs) um and you can plant swap with somebody and get that plant in your collection I think that that's just a great way and it's also a great way to meet people like it really is like you have that plant swap interaction, then you can tag each other on social media mm-hmm. and you can just continue that conversation and send updates on how the plants are doing. I think it's just a really fun way to get to know other people and gain that connection.
2: Exactly. I love updates. I love when I get updates of like plants I sent to people or I'll send updates to people because I'm just like, look at this. I yeah, just, it's, it's fun.
0: Exciting. And not only that, Adam mentioned it in the in the in-person plant swaps, but like you're getting a plant from someone else's collection, so it holds more mm, merit, I don't significance, know that's significance to the plant than just buying it in like a plant store. You know, like every. <laughs> it's funny because when my mom got here. She was like, wow, look at all your plants. And she was just standing in front of my wall of plants. And I was like, yeah. And I literally went through almost every plant and told her exactly where I got that plant from. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you didn't buy a lot of these plants. I was like, no, I got a lot of plants from like people. Adam, you were like a majority of my collection. I was like, that's from Adam. That's from Adam. That's from Adam. Um But it was it was cool because it right away took me back to the memory of opening the box or meeting that person and getting the plant from that person or whatever the case was. It was just a it was a good feeling. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of safety measure to take when doing plant swaps with people that you've never met or that you don't know who they are, which most online people we don't know. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. So I got a po box maybe like i don't know seven or eight months into doing youtube just for safety reasons i thought i was going to start working with some companies and i just didn't want people to have my address but i also think that it's smart if you do a lot of plant swaps to get a po box because then you're not giving your address out to people that you've never met or you don't know i don't think it hurts
1: Yeah, I think that we should be very wary of giving out our address because you give out your address to someone right now, and this has happened to me before, like early in my plant journey, at the point in which I was trading with the person, it felt fine, like they weren't weird or anything, and then later on it had come out that this person was like threatening people and like sending them like threatening like things in the mail, and just like a bunch of stuff, and that person had my address, so maybe I didn't screen yeah, them enough. Scary. But at the point that I traded with them, I didn't see anything. So you just never know. Like they might seem okay now, but later, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I would, I would fully agree with that. And I know that it's probably not. You know, I have a P.O. box, too, and I got it mostly because I was shipping my merch and it needed a return address, and I didn't want to put my home address on that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know that P.O. boxes may not be attainable for everyone, but if Mm -hmm. you can maybe, like, have a plant shipped to your work, if your work is okay with that, at least you're giving an address that's not your home that you reside in, you know? So maybe a friend has a P.O. box, or if you can get it to work, or... um, Yeah, I just, I don't know other ways other than P.O. Box or, like, having it shipped to your place of work. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's not to say you can't have things shipped to your home. I just, like Becca said, be cognizant. Like, know the person you're giving your address to because that's, you know, that's that's very personal information. And you just Mm -hmm. want to be safe. You want to keep yourself safe. You want to keep your family, your friends, your roommates, your everybody safe.
0: Yeah. The internet is a scary place, y'all.
1: Yeah, and, like, plant people... The interwebs. Plant people are, like, most generally, like, really great, wonderful people, but there's definitely been a lot of people that have not been great and have been actually pretty scary. And, like, not yeah. to get too crazy, mm-hmm. but, like, they target women, so it's a little bit scary knowing that, mm-hmm. too.
2: Yeah, and then I guess... I don't really know where to go from here, but I'm thinking like a tip, uh, for online trades to me, I always think like if you're gonna if you're going to send photos of your plants to someone that you, you know, possibly want to trade with a size comparison is key <laughs> because you just want to like, if you can just have like a quarter or if you could have like a Sharpie marker or something, so they can kind of gauge what that plant is mm-hmm. because, uh, I'm trying to think of the phrase I want to use, but, like... Size matters. Expectation versus reality. <laughs> yeah, size matters. And if you're posting anything on a dating app, make sure you include a size reference. Because <laughs> oh photos gosh. can be deceiving.
1: <laughs> I mean, angles. You gotta, if you can work your angles, like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's, it's all smoke and mirrors, babe. All smoke and mirrors. <laughs> but... Expectation if, if like, someone's expecting a plant because they just saw a picture and they think it's a certain size and they get it and it's not, then they there may be some disappointment there. So, just to alleviate all of that happenstance, like, you know, stick a banana or an orange in the picture just so, <laughs> so you can see
0: why a banana? Why? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> have
1: we lost you You're off the rails
0: no but for real that's a very good tip and as a photographer and in reference to something i've been going through the past couple of weeks in house hunting these pictures on redfin are deceiving as hell Mm -hmm. you guys wide
2: angle that wide
0: angle lens you can really do some work in photoshop Mm -hmm. in taking a picture of a plant and i think we may have talked about this in another episode but even what, even like sending like a quick little video of your plant, like if you're talking through DMs or text message or whatever it is, um, that doesn't hurt either. Just so people can see it before you ship it out and know that it was in good condition, and you know if something happens along the way, it wasn't your fault. Yada yada yada.
1: But, but yeah. 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 And size matters. At the, at the end of the day, <laughs> size matters. Um, no, at the end of the day, I think. Also, like, last thing that I want to say is if the trade, like, feels icky or you feel in any way, like, uncomfortable or, like, you're doing this out of obligation or whatever, then you should just not do it because I've been in that situation so many times and I've continued and then it turned out to be a bad trade or it just, like, was awkward or whatever, you know? Like, it's just important that you listen to your intuition because you know, you know, your body... Your body just knows. I don't know how to explain it, but I've always been right when I have said that. I've always been right, so I have to listen more often.
2: Well, I think that kind of covers this plant swap topic. What do you guys think? Do you think we covered enough?
0: Yeah, I think this was good. I think that it'll help anybody that's never been to an in-person or never did any plant swap through the mail kind of covered it all
2: well as always you can head over to instagram at potted together and if you have any questions about plant swaps you can comment that on our most recent post for this episode or you can just send us a dm and ask us any questions you may have you can send me a dm personally if you've been interested in like starting a plant swap i can give you some tips becca as well Uh, so don't be afraid to reach out uh, but make sure you follow us over on instagram and then our individual ones, at My Clean Leaves, at De La Plants, and at Not Dude. And we're also on YouTube, uh, potted together on there as well. And it houses our videos, our collab videos, and I just, we haven't had a new one yet, but hopefully soon. We're going to get, we're going to get on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: follow us on Clubhouse. Life is busy. Life is a little busy. Oh, Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah,
2: and if you're an iPhone user, and unfortunately it's solely iPhone users right now, hopefully that'll expand, but if you're an iPhone user and you have Clubhouse, find us on there. I All of us are our same names as Instagram, correct? Yeah. yeah. And there's been more and more planty people on Clubhouse. There's a lot of gardeners on there, which is wonderful. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's not me. I don't garden in the mm-hmm. desert yet, but... <laughs> We need some more house plant connoisseurs on there as well, and we can start some planty chats there. But the mm. gardening content is... There's so many very intelligent people out there with very, very good knowledge. So, it's a cool place to just pop in and listen to people talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And maybe we can get a potted together room going over there soon.
2: Yeah. Good times. But anyway, well, that's it. So... I guess we will, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye! Bye!